Okay. Uh, working the works in progress. Hey, 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 we are, we're, 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 hey, okay, we are on multiple platforms now, okay, including Spotify and Google Play and a lot of different places. I'm going to need you to be politically correct, Miss Woods, okay? I'm not worried about Lewis here. I'm worried about you, okay? I need you to be politically correct here, okay? Because I don't want them to throw us off all of these networks. Welcome to Works in Progress, everyone. Um, what? I am Mikey Q, that is Lewis, and that over there is Chrissy, okay? And today, we actually have a pretty important episode to talk to you guys about. Um, usually, we're joking, we're laughing, you know, Lewis is talking about, like, he beat my ass 10 years ago for my championship and stuff like that. Actually, it's more like 15, but yeah. Okay, and Chrissy's over here talking about the size of my nose, um, usually on, on these episodes, but on this one, it's gonna be a little bit, it's gonna be a little bit more serious. Um... One thing I've noticed, uh, especially recently, is that a lot of people have been dealing with depression. So we're going to be talking about that. Um, but it's not just about depression. It's about getting over depression, getting through depression. Do you ever really get through depression? These are a lot of questions that we'll hopefully answer, um, you know, and just give our own experiences with depression and everything. Um, you know, and how we got over it, or if we did, if we didn't get over it, we'll talk about why we didn't get over it, what might have triggered depression, and also, um, I feel like, personally, before we even, like, get into it, I feel like, with depression, right, and I want to be, I know a lot of people can hear us on a lot of different platforms, so I gotta be conscious of what I say here, but I feel like a lot of people use depression as a crutch, um, I feel like that at, at certain points, and everybody's like they go through a depressive stage. Um, but I feel like it's more about how you go about dealing with that depression. Um, and we'll get more into that more in depth as we continue this episode. But I guess I'll start off by asking the question to you guys, um, Lewis. Have you ever been depressed? Um, I don't think I have. No, I think I've been I think I've been like fortunate enough. You know, when I was younger I would say, Oh, I'm depressed because blah 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 that didn't happen or I'm depressed as it's not so much of a clutch as mm-hmm. in you don't know what you're talking about. So you just kinda throw it out there. Uh-huh. So I think that's what I did when I was younger. You know what I don't know any better. But to say, you know, where Plus, we also got to talk about symptoms and all that, you know. Yeah, of course. Because depression, you know, takes up a lot of different forms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I feel like I've been fortunate enough not to, I guess, feel it or, you know, to experience it. You know, but I do have um, family members. I do have co-workers, friends that, you know, sometimes just disappear and then just reappear like a week later. And yeah. We try to talk and, you know, they don't really like opening up about the situation, mm-hmm. even though, you know, sometimes flex. it's 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 kind of clear of what's happening, mm-hmm. you know, but for me personally, I don't, I don't think I've ever been depressed. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I'm going to get back to that with, uh, with you. Um, Chrissy, have you ever felt depressed or that you were depressed or dealt with it in any shape or form? Yeah, I've been like, um, I've been dealing with depression since I was nine. Um, I think that's when 
the symptoms really began to show when I was like nine. Um, and when I first like got diagnosed with it, it was literally right around the time that my younger sister was born. Okay. So first, they just thought it was like me being a jealous kid because like now a new baby is in the house and then mom and dad is giving attention to the baby. Mm. So like they thought that I was using this as an outlet to act out in order to get um, attention. Uh-huh. And so it was like not, it was like treated as like something minor, like where I would just like do therapy and like the therapy that I like went through was like literally just playing games. Someone to just like interact with me for like an hour because they didn't think it was like severe. They just thought it was like, okay, she's a young kid that's just, you know, jealous probably because of, you know, her parents are more focused on the baby. And then, um, actually when I started to get older, mm-hmm. um, my behavior in school changed. And, um, How so? It was not even more like depression. It seemed like it was more anger. Okay. Um, instead of being depressed, because I think what a lot of people don't realize is there are different branches of depression. Depression doesn't necessarily mean that you're sad all the time. Yeah. Um, you can be angry and be depressed. Um, yeah. And so most people get that confused. So um, when I got older, my depression, it went into anger and like acting out. And I was like always in trouble in school and always in the principal's office. And then mm-hmm. they brought in a specialist um, to my school to talk with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's literally how I, um, it started. And I guess as soon as I became an adult, then that's when it became worse Uh um to the point that like i had to go to like uh medication for it and be in like um therapy okay okay all right so it's interesting because you said you've been dealing with it since you was nine years old um and that she was diagnosed at a very young age um i i I said I was going to get back to uh, what Lewis said, that he's never um, dealt with it personally. You know, um, it's interesting because we put up a poll a while back now, um, probably a month ago now, as you guys are watching this or listening to this um, on Spotify and other platforms. Um, we put up a poll on our Twitter page, at Works in Prague, um, asking, have you ever dealt with depression? And... An overwhelming 100% said yes. It was 0% votes for no and 0 for I'm not sure. Because I know, like Lewis addressed earlier, like, oh, you know, you might call it depression, but it's not actually depression, you know, so that's why you put under the, I put the I'm not sure up there. Um, So that was on the Instagram page. That was on the Twitter page, excuse me. And on the Instagram page, out of, out of 11 people that voted, all of them said yes. Zero said no. Um, so 100% on both platforms there, on, on Instagram and Twitter. So, like, 
Lewis is probably the only one <laughs> that would have said no to that question. Um, so as somebody that has dealt with the president before, because I asked both of you guys, um, you know, there's a couple of things that, that triggered it. Like, so when I was younger, um, I didn't look that, I didn't look at it as being depressed. You know what I mean? Um, so it's no secret that, uh, my mom and my father divorced when I was like eight or nine. I can't remember. Um, it's funny that nine year old, nine, eight range, you know, that you remember a lot of things from that age. Um, I definitely remember that. And, you know, I was sad, but it didn't really hit me, you know, because I still saw my mom, you know what I mean? Because she moved to Jersey. Um, and, you know, everything I knew was in New York. Every, every All my friends, all my family was in New York. Always been in New York. So they put me in therapy when I was, like, in fifth grade, I want to say. And it helped. I guess they put me in therapy because my, therapy because my grades were starting to drop or whatever, and they trying to figure out what was wrong with me and this, that, and the third. And, you know, because that's a traumatizing experience, I guess, for a kid, like their parents breaking up when they're young. But a lot of people, a lot of people go through that, you know, so I didn't really look at it as anything, you know, crazy. So anyway, um, I went to therapy and I want to address therapy also because I feel like a lot of like people in our generation, our age group don't get the help that they, they need. You know, they think, oh, they're, they're fine. They'll be OK. And they don't go and see like. A therapist and you know they don't do the necessary things to try to get better um, but anyway I, I think we'll address that even more uh, but yeah so I went to therapy for like a year and then I was cool and then you know through high school I never was really sad or anything like that I was always like pretty happy kid um, it didn't start like being depressive to me yeah like my life being depre depressive like until like well my grandmother passed in 2010 and a lot of people know that, like, my grandma was really close to me, right? She passed. And then three years later, my mother passed, okay? And that's something that, like, you never get over as a person. Like, you learn to live with life. Like, you know, you learn to live your life. But you never get over that. Like, you never get over the loss of a parent, like, ever. Um, and anybody that knows me knows that my mother was my best friend. Like, really was my best friend, you know? And you know, it hurt, you know, and I started acting out. I started doing things that I wouldn't have done, you know, if she was still here, not blaming her death, like, because I think a lot of people use death and everything to, as an excuse to do negative and bad things. And, you know, I'm not trying to excuse it. I'm just saying what I did, the reason that I did a lot of these things is because, yeah, I was a little angry. I was a little hurt. I was a lot hurt, a little angry, was mad, I was, I was upset, everything you can think of, all of those emotions I went through, you know, when she passed. And, you know, after that, that led me to do other things that made me even more depressed. You know, it was like, all right, she, I was depressed over her, but then I did even more things that's gonna, that made me depressed. And I feel like a lot of people that's depressed, they do things that's detrimental to themselves that make them even more depressed. Instead of trying to get better, they just make themselves even worse. So, um, and, and I feel like that starts with you as a person, you know what I'm saying? You have to get up that morning and say, all right, you know what? I'm not going to let this depression, like, get me, get me down. You know, I'm going to keep going. I have a life to live. I'm, I'm not going to let all of the negative stuff that happened in my life affect me, you know, to the point where it's now taking over my life. Because now you, I feel like once you let depression take over your life, you don't have control over it anymore. Like, if you're doing things because you're depressed, that means that depression won. 
you know, you let depression win and you sat there and you was complacent and, and depression winning. I wake up, I wake up now, don't want to get up out of bed, don't want to do nothing. You know, like Chrissy had mentioned, it's not just, it's not just being sad. It's just like, there's, there's times where like, I'll make excuses for going out because I just don't want to go out. I don't have the energy to go out with people. Like, I'd rather just stay in my bed and like watch TV or something or, or relax instead of going out. You know, and these are like my close friends, you know what I'm saying? Like that I've made excuses for because I just didn't feel like going out. Or if I go out, I'm thinking the whole time, man, I should have just stayed home. You know what I mean? Like I would have been a lot happier just staying home. You know, those are signs and those are signs of of a depressed person. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of different signs. Um, with Okay, so Lewis, you said that you had people... Um, that was depressed around you and everything. How did they get through it? Because I think that's more to, that's more important if they got through it. Um. So for me, I feel like if it's a topic you don't want to talk about, I'm I don't want to be the person who just keeps nagging and nagging. Hey, how you doing? Hey, like I understand sometimes you just need you just need to continue your life. Like, if it wasn't there, yeah. but you know you're dealing with it, you don't need people going around or asking you every single five minutes, hey, how you doing, hey. You know, because it, it gets annoying. You know, I don't want to be one of those people who's just going to be another person saying, hey, how you doing. Yeah. You know? Okay. So, um, if they open up to me, mm-hmm. and then, you know, we, get, we talk about it, and mm-hmm. I'll see what I can do to help and all that. But if I feel like... It's a little weird because I feel like I should be helping, you know, as a friend and all that. Yeah. At the same time, I don't want to be another just person helping. But then with the helping thing, there's only so much you can do to help that person. That's the that's my whole thing. Like that person has to want to help themselves. You can tell them yeah. that you're there for them. You can tell them that, you know, like they can come to you for anything. But at the end of the day, that person has to want to help themselves. If they don't want to help themselves... There's nothing you can do for them, you know, like there's, there's and, and that's what I try to explain to a lot of different people that go through, like, I think people fail to see like all of the good in their life and they just focus on the bad, especially, and, mm-hmm. and I feel like when you're depressed, you can't see the good in your life because you're so depressed over the bad stuff. But if you just sit back a lot of times and really just think about, all right, what's good in my life versus what's bad in, in, in your life? Nine times out of ten, the good is going to outweigh the bad each and every single time. If you really think about it honestly and realistically. So that that's my whole thing. I agree with you. I agree with you, what you're saying about, you know, not asking somebody over and over and over. Hey, okay. Hey, how you doing today? Hey, hey, hey. Like, yeah, it does get annoying. And it's just like, all right, well, the person that's depressed probably knows, all right, you're just hitting them up every day. Like, because they're depressed and not because you actually want to, but yeah. because you feel like, that's what you have to do, or yeah. what you're supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let let I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this over to Chrissy um, in a second, but I just want to read this statistic, right? Uh, so, and this is from let me get the source right here. This is from Anxiety and Depression Association of America, right? dot org, dot org, um, and it says. Among adults, depression is the leading cause of disability worldwide. Almost 75% of people with mental disorders remain untreated in developing countries with almost 1 million people taking their lives 
taking their own lives each year. Uh, in addition, according to World Health Organization, one in 13 globally suffer from anxiety, right? Um, and they don't, this is what I'm saying, I'm paraphrasing here, it's on here also, but they're like, and they don't go treated, right? They don't get therapy, they don't take their medication, they don't, um, they don't have that support system around them to get them through a lot of these things. So, um, what I was going to say with Chrissy is, right, so, with knowing that you've been depressed since, uh, like, for, you know, almost 20 years now, right, like, really look at it, um, how have you dealt with it, and how easy or hard has it been to try to get through it? I guess that's what I'm trying to trying to ask. Has it been um, something that you've been able to get through or over? And do you feel like do you do you feel like somebody can ever get over it? I know I just threw a lot of different questions at you, but you can choose how you want to answer it. Like, that's like seven questions right there. Yeah, well, they're all related to the same thing. So I mean. I mean, honestly, I feel like um, depression is really something hard to, like, move on from. Because, mm -hmm. like, as you said, I've been, like, dealing with it for, like, almost 20 years now. Yeah. Um, And every situation is different, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I think with the problem with depression is. Like, you really never know what the trigger is. Like, in my case, especially, like... I could be depressed about money, and then the next day I could be depressed that I lost a loved one, or I can be depressed about not getting a job. Um, I think that's what people don't realize. Like um, depression, it just comes in many different forms. Mm -hmm. um, like I learned that I had something called like bipolar depression. Didn't even know that wasn't even a thing. Explain it to us. I, um, I guess bipolar depression is like your mood changes where you can like be happy, um, but still be depressed. So like, see how I could be depressed on the inside, but then on the outside, I look perfectly, um, happy. Mm -hmm. Um, people they they exploit their depression through anger yeah they exploit it to sadness um and it can literally just come in like waves like all at one time mm -hmm. um i've tried different things i feel like i've tried therapy that's the first thing that they tell you to do is get therapy mm -hmm. um i don't know if you like i've seen like in the recent news there's actually been a lot of people that has been actually more suicidal because of depression than anything else. Yeah. Um, especially within young kids. And um, to me, that's scary because now it, it, it's never used to be, I felt like that bad through young kids, but now it is where young kids are literally sitting depressed and they don't have resources um, available mm -hmm. or the right resources, I should say. Okay. Um, and for me, I felt like I've tried everything. I think I've tried like medication. I've tried yoga, um, <laughs> music. Um, they tell you all different things. I've been in a psych ward multiple times for it. Um, 
And let me tell you guys, a psych ward is, I feel like, makes it worse. Really? And a lot of people are going to be like, well, why do they put you in there? The psych ward, I feel like, is not, I feel like it doesn't help you. I feel like what it does, it, it's just putting, it's just stopping you from doing something to yourself. So it's kind of like putting that halt, but it's not fixing the problem. So I can be in a psych ward for, well, the like the minimum time is 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And I can like literally tell you guys like my experience like one time um, in a psych ward. And I was in a psych ward for 24 hours. Um, they make you do a mandatory, mandatory hold there for like 24 hours. And um, you see a doctor. Um, the doctor asks you, how are you feeling? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're literally just locked up in a room. There's no counseling. There's none of that. They, like, take your blood. Mm-hmm. They might give you medications, like mood boosters. Yeah. If that helps. And then they literally leave you there. And then maybe a couple hours later, after the 24-hour hold is, another doctor comes and sees how you feel. Mm-hmm. And if you say, I'm okay, they sign off on the papers and that's it. Be on your marriage. There is nothing. They'll tell you, oh, follow up with your doctor, follow up with your primary. But they're not really helping you inside. There's no one sitting there saying, like, Mike, let's talk. Let's figure out what's going on. It's literally, Mike, you're in a room by yourself. We gave you these meds. Hopefully that helps you. And then after 24 hours, you're someone else's problem. Mm. It's how it is. Like, there's not really, I feel like depression is so big, but like, it is so hard to control because I think it's something with like, the way your brain processes things. Like, I try to research and I try to like, figure it out. But like, I'm on like, three different meds now and I still feel like, shit. So what and then you- the problem is that I've been learning that there are so many different causes for depression that's not even like a mental thing. Sometimes certain medications that you take, mm-hmm. if you don't read properly, the side effects are like depression. Yeah, yeah. And most people don't realize that. Sometimes some people are just like, I don't even know why I'm depressed. But it's literally stuff like that you take in your cabinet that can cause you to be depressed at the same time. So if you feel like the meds aren't helping you, if you feel like the psych ward didn't help you, what do you feel would help you? What do you think in your heart and your mind, what do you feel what do you feel would help you? I wish like to be honest, I wish I had the answer to that. Like but everyone gets mad at me about it. But I always felt like suicide was, like, my best option. And the reason why I felt like that is because the pain that you feel when you're, like, extremely depressed is, like, sometimes it's just unbearable for some people. And people think, like, yo, you're being selfish. You're not thinking about your friends. You're not thinking about your family. But I'm one of those people. But, but, those, but that pain... That pain that you're feeling 
to a person that's dealing with depression, they rather be death so that they rather be dead so that they don't have to feel that pain anymore. Because it's different when you're not living through that pain every single day. And then you have to like live your life and you have to be around people and you have to do all these different things. And I mean, like I said, every situation is different. Yes, I've tried like suicide a couple of times as well. But um obviously been unsuccessful with it, but the pain at that moment that you're feeling is like something in your brain is telling you ending your life is so much more easier than to keep living. And I wish I understood that why like your brain comprehends that way that like instead of keep fighting, just give up. Well, I, I but, mean, that goes into the mental disorder. Yeah, of course. Um, but I feel like, like now where I am in a place now, I'm like on like restrictions and I'm on like strict rules and, um, has it been helping me? Yes. A little bit. Like I probably don't use my social media as much as I used to. Um, I used to like post a lot. Um, I still like probably post things, but I post things that I feel like other people I feel like can relate to because for some reason, depression is just one topic people never want to talk about. And I think that is the problem why people are so not knowledgeable about it or people don't understand it. It's because it's the one topic people are afraid to talk about. Like, I don't know why it scares people because I feel like so many people is going through it. And then what sucks is when someone ends their life, then it was, then it goes back to, Oh my God, I wish I had known. Oh my God. I, I just spoke to them. The signs are always there. They're always there, but you have to, you have to look for them. What does everybody know what signs to look for? Every, the signs are different for everybody. I mean, you you know a person to know the signs. Yeah, that's true. I just just to because I don't know if Lewis wants to cut in here, but um, what you said about like just going back to uh, some people think it's selfish to like um, for somebody to end their life and everything like that. I is I'm the person that said it. I think, and you guys could take it the way that you want to take it, but I do think that if you're depressed, and the only reason that that you feel like you need to end your life, like you know, and hurt everybody around you, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what people don't realize. It's not about, it's not just about the pain that you're going through on a daily basis, right? It's about the people that's been there for you for, through all of this, like, you know what I'm saying? That's tried to help you, even, even if they was unsuccessful in helping you. It's, you know, it's for all of the people that's been around you. It's for your parents that, that you know, God willing are still here. You know, it's it's for, it's for family that care about you. It's, it's for the people that you don't even realize are affected by you not being here that's that is affected by it you know what i'm saying like i've been extremely depressed before like i went into a deep depression when my mom passed i've never once thought about i right, you know what i'm gonna just end it now again my situation my brain might be different from somebody else's brain and i i totally understand that but i feel like it doesn't the, there's no pain in this world worse than losing a, a parent now i and again i'm not i'm not here to say all right like my pain is worse than your pain. Like, I feel pain is pain. Like, pain is pain. Like, you're hurt or you're not hurt. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's not like trying to compare pain. But if you really want to look at I right, um importance of uh how can I word this? Um of like where your mind is, like in terms of okay, what are you de- what are you depressed over? But losing a parent, I think, takes the cake a lot for most people, right? Now, again, like I said, my brain never processed, processed, oh, all right, you know what? I can't take this anymore. I started doing things to people around me, right, that I wish I could take back now, you know, like, you know, for for example, that, that led to other stuff that was, like, depressing me or whatever. Like, for example, right, um, I heard somebody that was really, that was, that's been there for me before my mom passed, you know what I'm saying? She's been there for me before then, she was there for me after, and I still went and hurt her badly, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of that could be traced back to me acting out because I was so depressed and I didn't care anymore, you know? Um, And then of course that led to more depression because now I'm depressed over that situation, right? And then, um, the situation that came from that situation, like, it, it was a cycle for me, you know, so, um, the last few years have been, been really rough for me, but I feel like you cause more pain to more people, see, like, all right, you ending your life, yeah, sure, you're not in pain anymore, but what about everybody else around you, you know, and anybody can say, oh, you'll get over it, you'll get over it, no, you don't get over losing people, that's what, that's, that's what I'm, I'm trying to, like, that's what people don't understand. You do not get over it. You learn how to live your life, yes, but you do not get over it. And like, I've been to so many funerals over the last few years. Like, it, it it's bad that like, I kind of felt numb to a lot of the to a lot of it. When somebody passes, I'm like, you know, like I can't even even if I care about them, you know, and that could be misinterpreted as oh he never cared about him in the first place. No, it's just nothing surprises me now at this point. You know what I mean? It's just like. Oh, like this person, this person committed suicide. Like, it's like, man, you know, I was just with them yesterday, but what can we do? You know what I mean? But it doesn't mean it doesn't affect you. That affects, that might not affect you right then and there that day, but it's going to affect you down the line. Like, I feel like everybody, especially that's like either like black or Hispanic or whatever, even Asian or whatever, I feel like we all suffer from some type of PTSD, right? Because of, one the environment that we come from, um, what we see on the news, what we hear about with other people, the things we had to go through personally. I feel like all of that leads to your mental stability and your mental health. Like, well, I grew up, you heard about like black people getting killed every day on the news, right? You heard about Spanish people getting killed every day. On the news. Like, that's not something normal that you're supposed to be okay with. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not just something that's like, all right, but as as black and Latino people, a lot of times we sweep things under the rug. We we like we write it off as ah, it happens all the time anyway, and that affects us. That's what I'm trying to get across to any anybody like to everybody. If no one understands anything else I'm saying here, it's that all of the little things that happen in your life, it does affect you. It might not affect you in that moment, but all of that stuff affects you. All of that stuff goes into your psyche. And some people handle it differently than others. That's why, like, some people think that, all right, well, suicide is the best option. Some people think, all right, not talking about it is the best option. Let's ignore it. Let's act like it's not there. Chrissy asked the question, why are we so scared about talking about depression? It's because it makes us more depressed, a lot of people. 
Like, the reason I don't like talking about it is because, like, if I'm in a good space and I'm in a good, like, I feel like I'm in a good mental mind frame, like, I don't want to sit there and talk about stuff that's going to make me depressed. It's like, I, I just got over this. Like, and, well, and that, that's what I asked earlier in, in the show, and I guess we're going to answer it now, about do you ever get over depression? I don't think you get over it, right, or get through it or, you, or, or anything like that. I feel like... It does come and go, like Chrissy mentioned. But it's all about what you do about, like, about it when it comes. Do you are you gonna sit there and just sit up there? Oh, I'm depressed. I don't want to do anything. Are you gonna just be like, Nah, screw this. I'm I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna go out, do something about it. I'm not gonna sit here and just be depressed like the whole time. Wow, what an intense start to this episode, and we'll have part two up next week. Thank you guys for listening and joining us and make sure that you guys get at us on Twitter at works and prog pod. Thanks again. Thank you for listening.